Chapter 11 Justice for All By night we were exhausted, and soon it seemed as if everyone was sleeping, but I was wide awake all night beside Maya. The seven girls and I were huddled together under the giant oak tree with the cat snuggled up under both my arms. Above us were the tree branches while the leaves nodded off with the wind, and beyond them were the stars far off in this galaxy. Psst, Maya, I whispered. She rolled over to look at me. The whites around her pupils glowed from the moonlight. Are we going to die? I asked. Someday, said Maya but every other day we get to live. She closed her eyes and rolled over to sleep. I rubbed the two stones in my pockets, the selenite wand and the merlinite. Ditto said I'd get a wish, but I was too tired to decide right now. Looking up to the stars, I felt a yearning for my mother when a genuine sadness overtook me. It wasn't agony or pain, but still I was trying not to cry. I was so tender within and so I began to pray to my mother in the silence of my mind. Mother, I don't know what happens next, but I wish I was home with you. Somewhere, someone is hurting much more than I could ever know, and so I ask that you look over all of us. Teach me, merciful mother, to make peace with every breath. I didn't even know what God was, but as far as I knew, there was a heavenly Father looking out for us, but I also know that I was born from my mother. I always prayed to her. After all, she's the real reason I was given this life, and soon my eyes fell shut and I drifted to sleep. Dreaming. I could see someone. It was a dream, of course, but I could see my grandmother before my eyes. There was something before this, a place I had been. But once I saw her, nothing else mattered. My grandmother glowed with radiant light, illuminated beautifully, and the tremble she used to carry in her bones was gone. She stood tall, strong, and it was unlike what I remember seeing from her old age. Honor Earth, she whispered. When her arm reached forward in the dream to touch me, chills ran up my spine. It was so powerful that my mouth dropped open. I was still in the dream, but now I was aware of my body. On her earth, she said. She had a hand on my shoulder and another hand on my side. I could feel my grandmother. I couldn't speak, I couldn't think, I couldn't move, because I was in awe of all her pure light. Honor earth, she whispered. Behind her was a vision of the giant oak tree. There the trunk and the twisted roots grew out from the earth. Beyond the tree was a group of animals that curled up under it. I looked closer and recognized the same black cat that found me, along with the Mowgli's cat with the orange stripe between her eyes. Then there were seven or eight other animals I hadn't seen before, but they were all sleeping around the cats. Then the black cat awoke, perched upright like a panther, looking past the tree into the distance where soldiers carried orange torches. These men were coming closer. They were coming to burn the tree along with all the plants in the forest. And so the black cat leapt from the group and began to hiss when the thunder loomed. Now the other animals began waking up while the soldiers got closer. I could feel this panic in my body. Trouble was on its way. And so I turned to look at the grandmother. But she had not come to stay.
I opened my eyes when I heard footsteps coming beyond the trees. Orange light rose in the distance, where soldiers were carrying burning torches. Peering off in the darkness, I could see the metal guns reflected by the light. Get up, girls. Everyone jumped to their feet. They were coming quick. The soldiers were almost here. And when I turned to look for Ditto, the preacher, and Vianca, I realized they were gone. The soldiers came around the tree, and the light illuminated our group together. The phoenix rises, said Maya. We will rise again. None of the girls ran, and that is why I believed in them with all my heart. A thumping leapt inside my chest, but all these women were fearless in the face of these men. And after it starts, we will begin again, said Celino. You lied, yelled the soldier. You're under arrest for the murder of King Burns III. The soldiers surrounded us and pointed guns at all eight of us. Again, I looked for Bianca and the others, but even the cats were gone. If you run, I will shoot, said the soldier. We had no choice but to follow the eleven soldiers as they chained our hands behind our back. Then they used a long chain and ran it through each of our cuffs so that we were interconnected in a line. I was at the very back of the group while they led us through the forest back to the pyramid. All the seven sisters were ahead of me while these men taunted us, but not a single sister said a word back. Did they know? Were the sisters aware that this would happen? A soldier leaned over and whispered in my ear. Do you remember me? He asked. I didn't turn to look at him, and I didn't dare say a word. I was with Eval when we entered the king's suite. You were holding the gun that killed the king. The soldier paused. I know you killed him, and now you will pay. Justice for all.